What's up, friends? It's Haley, aka Bird. And Randy. And you're listening to the Give on the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy, fit, female, and everything in between. It's about pushing back on societal expectations, dismantling the status quo, and celebrating life in the gray area. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to living life any way but your own way. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's give them the bird. Hey everyone, welcome back to Give Them the Bird podcast. It's Haley and Randy, and we are thriving, aren't we, Randy? <laughs> I can tell by your voice that you are thriving. Yes, it is in fact me. Um, I'm just ill for like the 25th time in the last nine months because my child, Hashtag but kids. yeah. Oh God, had I known, I had no idea. <laughs> like, I would have. I would have second guessed everything. Um, you know, I'm just kidding. It's it's worth it. She's actually feeling a little bit better, I think, so we're fine. Um Randy, what's new? How are you? Oh, I'm I'm good. I um had a really big photo session yesterday. It was like Oh yeah. I mean, it was four hours, so it's not like crazy, but just like constant movement and constantly being on for four hours. And a combination of going back to the gym more than I had over the past couple of weeks, my whole body is aching. And like, I think I said this on my Instagram story, like even my big toenails are sore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How, what? I don't, I don't even understand. So, but it's wow. a good kind of feeling, you know, like I am exhausted from doing all good things. So mm -hmm. I rewarded myself with a naked lay in my bed. Oh, uh. I, yeah, I should rephrase I was the only one in my bed. Not that kind of way. Like, I laid naked <laughs> in my bed. <laughs> a good old naked lay. A good old naked lay. Ate chips and salsa mm. and watched the first episode of Vanderpump Rules. And <gasps> it was glorious. Oh, my God. Okay, I was, it's, I'm so glad that you shared what you did afterwards. Because I was going to ask you, like, what do you do afterwards? Like, I would just be so exhausted because, yeah. I mean, I I've had... In, I get a good old naked lay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Um, also, so VPR is back. Oh, so good. Is I mean, it only honestly, coming out like season, like episode by episode? Yes, because it's mm. on Bravo. Okay. And then we have to rewatch on Peacock. on Peacock. So it's not like being released all at once. The first episode was kind of underwhelming, but mm -hmm. I think, you know, you know, it'll get better. Drama oh. will will ensue it it will be coming <laughs> yeah okay i saw that last night we were we watched the iowa women's game and um we watched it obviously on peacock and i shouldn't say obviously because sometimes we watch it on youtube tv so okay um right. but we get on peacock and i see vpr and i just <gasps> like mm -hmm. it was an interesting feeling because i got really excited but then also it took me back to um like my first three months postpartum when I yeah. binged it all. And I was kind of like, it just took me back there. Like Mallory and I just watched it all together. I mean, she slept a lot, but um, sure. I was like, girl, we got to see what James is up to today. Oh, James, he's the best. He's just a little <laughs> shit. He's, he he's funny. For it. <clears throat> Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> well, I'm ill. I'm ill. <laughs> But um, I'm feeling better. I actually took a video of me taking a shot of Dayquil this morning, and I was just like, the only shots that I take anymore. Like, <laughs> um, 
and I kind of forgot how amazing DayQuil is. Like now that I'm not breastfeeding, like I don't have to worry about what I put in my body, you know, right. and how it might impact Mallory. Right. So I'm just like, oh, I feel so much better. I feel You're a lot better. Oh, girl, like <laughs> give me some of that quill. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, besides being sick and kind of one of the things that we wanted to talk about on today's episode, I had shared, I think in our initial like comeback that like I had started re-going to therapy and one of the things, well, the, the biggest thing that we're focusing on is like body image and like eating and everything. Cause I feel like I've done a lot of work around it, but not I don't know. I guess I got some more places to go. Right. And it was like getting really loud postpartum. Don't we all? Don't we always? Yeah. Um, but one thing that we're really working on is like recognizing automatic negative thoughts. So mm -hmm. just these like almost like unconscious negativity about my body or about, you know, food or movement. And I actually texted you the other day because, um, I realized I'm like, I have this feeling of like, I'm so far gone when it comes to exercise. Like why even do it? Um, mm -hmm. And I had walked out to just having like a very like anxious day, like feeling some of that rage coming on. And I was like, daddy, step in. <laughs> I need to be away from yeah. any and all children. Yep. Um, and I walked out to the gym and it was like a, and I say walked out to the gym because we have like a, a setup in our garage. Um, and I just had this like overwhelming sense of like, fuck, like what, like I'm, it's so far gone. Like the thought of lifting weights, I just feel like a limp noodle. The thought of lifting weights just sounded horrible because it's like, oh, for me, you know, oh, I'm going to grab like the 15s, which mm -hmm. if you are somebody that grabs the 15s, incredible whatever weight you're grabbing but for me personally like that that's very lightweight for me um mm -hmm. or at least used to be and so I was like okay well I'm gonna just walk on the treadmill and we have uh like an assault runner you know which those are a little bit more difficult than like the regular yeah. treadmills and I'm just walking on it and I'm like I'm getting so freaking out of breath like the fuck is going on um and so that was really discouraging and then, um, yeah, I ended up rowing and cause rowing always like makes me feel strong and powerful, but like, I just had this overwhelming feeling and, and Randy, I don't know if you've ever felt it, but it's like, what is, what is the point when I am like, so, and I wonder if people feel this way when it comes to like, you know, body image and around this idea of like weight loss too, like I am so far gone. It's going to take me so long to get back to where I was what is even the point in doing anything? Um, right. It's just like this overwhelming like pit mm -hmm. of self-loathing. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. Have you ever felt or like, does does that resonate with you at all? I'm curious, oh, like when I texted you. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And I think probably a lot of people feel mm -hmm. that way and maybe not even necessarily around like um, the, like the weights um, cause I like, for me personally, I don't think I ever like prided myself on being like a heavy lifter or anything. Um, even when I was working out a lot. Um, but I remember feeling that way. I think I maybe shared this last season, like when I was working out in the basement and there was a mirror there oh, and I yeah. saw myself in the mirror and I was like, what, like, why am I even doing this? Like yeah. that 
I don't want to see that. That's not going to get better with this one workout. Like, what's what's the point? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so <clears throat> one of the things I thought about when you had texted me that and and the question was like, you know, what is the point? And then it's like, what is the point? Like, why are you working out in the first place? Is it, mm-hmm. you know, for your mental health to just feel better throughout the day? You know, that kind of thing. Um, but I think it's really hard to get there when you're like in it and right. feeling all those feelings. Right. And, and I, so I shared this with my therapist and um, she helped me realize like, that is, that's this all or nothing mindset. Like it is, you know, and and I came back to this idea of like, I talked through this feeling of it's okay if my body changes, right? Like that's totally fine. If I'm still strong, Mm -hmm. if I'm still capable. And um, she just helped me realize that I have a lot more like body and exercise rules than what I realized. Like I know that there's a lot of food rules still present mm-hmm. for me, but exercise has always, I mean, not, I shouldn't say always, when I first like kind of realized like, Ooh, I got some issues. Like, you know, back in like 2017, 2018, a lot of it was around exercise. And so, and that's like really my kind of bread and butter when I support people is like with exercise, like, yes, absolutely. I help people with food, but like, I just feel really Sometimes I hate the word passionate, but I feel really passionate about like the exercise side of things. And when I had first had my intake with her, I was like, I feel like I'm good with the exercise. Like, I don't have rules. Like, no girl, move your body. Joyful. I love it. And I'm realizing like, I, there's, there's kind of a lot of rules there. Like Mm -hmm. lifting weights doesn't count if I'm using the tens and the fifteens or like even with what I'm wearing. So that day that I walked out and I kind of had this like feeling too far gone feeling, mm-hmm. I was in um, like my Target uh, pajama pant joggers and I had on like these ankle, pink ankle socks with like my bright blue hokas. I don't even know if I had a bra on. I just had like a sweatshirt on. And so like I also just like felt really shitty about myself and I was like, wow, it's, you know, the afternoon and I'm still wearing this and that's you know, a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But I realized like, I didn't even feel like I could lift weights if I was wearing these pajama pants. And then I was like, and if I lift weights, they're going to be so light. It's not even going to count like stacking all these rules on top of each other. And then also I'm like coming into this realization that I totally have rules around like how long a, a workout needs to be or like how much it counts. And it's also funny because it's like, I do this stuff with people all the time. Yeah. Like I, I, I know, and I can sit here and tell somebody like, girl, you can get a great workout, like any, you know, workout in, in 20 minutes, mm-hmm. you can get a full body workout in like, or you can just do any sort of movement for 20 minutes right. and it counts. And then we turn it on ourselves and it's like, mm-hmm. that's not going to do anything for me. And I think it's because like you mentioned of, what's the point? Well, there's still this, the point in my head is to change my body and, you know, to get strong or, Mm -hmm. you know, if my body's not going to change, at least I can get strong. And so when you think about, you know, short 20 minute workouts here and there, it probably isn't going to lead to those type of results, right? Like if we're just being honest. Um, 
And so, yeah, it was just like kind of this mind fuck of Mm -hmm. catching myself in so many different places of this, this overwhelming feeling of like, I'm too far gone. Mm -hmm. And then going to therapy and realizing like, shit, I have a lot more rules about this than what I thought. And then on stacking on top of that, this idea of like, but I help people undo these rules all the time. Where's the disconnect? And so that's that's kind of where that's like one of the big things that I'm thinking about and experiencing right now, especially as it relates to like food movement in my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that like extra layer of we talk about this all the time makes it even harder because you know, I'm not even a professional in this space, but I still feel that too, like just with this podcast and with what I, you know, talk about on my social media and stuff. It's like, but I shouldn't be having these feelings or I should know better. And it's just on top of what you're already feeling, it's like a layer of guilt too, or like an imposter syndrome type thing. Um, But, you know, we've talked about that on here before where it's like, I think that's a benefit to this space is that we are experiencing all these things also like with the people listening Mm -hmm. um but you mentioned like the strong like i was just thinking of like the strong not skinny you know movement or like messaging on social media and i think it's at first maybe well-intentioned um I feel like we have to acknowledge what just happened. We have to pause and acknowledge. I'm so sorry, Randy. I couldn't hold it in anymore. For those that can't see, I don't know. Do we have video anywhere? Are we in? Is there video? On yeah. Video? If you're if you watch on Spotify, you're watching me blow my. <laughs> Haley blows her nose with a dish rag. Basically, <laughs> what is that thing? Well, this one is like a bathroom hand towel, but it's for our basement bathroom, and it's like. <laughs> It's camo, and I hate it. Sorry, Tyler. Um, And listen, people, I'm going to tell you right now, Randy, I don't want you to forget where you were at because you were about to make, like, a really good point. Um, And I I literally told my – I, like, muted my mic, and I was like, I'm just going to sneakily get this in. She's going to be able to continue. And then I was like, no. Like, we have to acknowledge this. This is my thought. I am super snotty right now, and if I blew my nose – into Kleenex or toilet paper every time, I would be wasting so much. And so I just had use a rag. Like my dad used a hanky. <laughs> You're, it's very environmentally conscious. So good for you. But I, I just couldn't. I just, I would be so afraid I would touch it and I would get so grossed out. I just can't. But yeah. it just kills me that you do it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just the thing. I want to encourage you all to try this out because my <laughs> nose feels a lot better too. I mean, depending upon the rag that you use, sometimes dish rags are a little bit too rough on your little nosy posy. But um, yeah, like a fresh hand towel feels, I bet microfiber, that could be real soft. I was um, just going to say we have some microfiber towels for cleaning the house that might might feel good on the, on the little nose. Listen, you know what? <laughs> Okay, so we have to acknowledge that. <laughs> and Randy, I want you to I want to invite you back to what you were saying before, if we can remember. Oh my god. Uh, what was it? Oh, the so the like 
strong, not skinny. I feel yes. like maybe at first that was well-intentioned and I'm sure some people it still is, but I do think it sends that message that like, um, you know, it's okay not to be skinny as long as you're strong. Um, yes. and I think that's where I kind of came into the feeling of like, I don't deserve to appreciate my body if I'm not making it stronger, mm -hmm. you know, like there's just a whole lot of shit. Your mind just goes to all these different places with all those things. Yeah. That reminds me too of, um, the idea of like, I don't know if you've seen it as much as I have because of where I'm at in my life, but like the muscle mommies, have you seen oh, people I talk about like this. being a muscle mommy? Yeah. yeah. I don't know exactly like urban dictionary, what the definition is, but huh? <laughs> The vibe that I get is like muscle mommy, moms who are jacked or like moms mm -hmm. who, you know, come back postpartum and are really strong. And I completely agree. It's like, yes, I love the idea of focusing on strength, especially for women, like getting into strength training and weightlifting is, is really important for a variety of reasons. Um, and I think we're still just focusing on this very unattainable aesthetic for a lot of people, you know, like mm -hmm. it's, it's not realistic for one, for everyone to have that like bodybuilding physique when they start lifting. And two, a lot of people, like, even if you're in a larger body and you can move massive weight, we still deserve to respect our bodies regardless of that. So mm -hmm. I know, I feel like that could be like a whole other conversation. This idea of like strong, not skinny, um, mm -hmm. muscle mommy. You're going to have to Google yeah. that now. I, um, I remember actually before, I think it was probably before I had Levi. Um, I just had this like vision in my head that like, I knew what was going to happen postpartum. I was going to be breastfeeding. So I was going to lose all this weight and I was going to be lifting this baby. So my arms are going to be super toned. And I was just going to be just like the shit after I had a baby, like no big deal. Um, spoiler alert. That's not what happened. <laughs> um, but also like talking about respecting bodies this happened to me a couple weeks ago and I think I talked about it on social media I don't think I talked about it here but I was going to the gym one morning and I it was like a, nor a workout that I typically skip because it's like so much cardio and I was it the endure yes yes oh puke hate loathe entirely um, <laughs> and but I was like I was just I was in the mood and I felt good and I was gonna go but I was like you know and I'm terrible about eating before a workout too but I was like I I was feeling hungry already on my way out the door and I was like I need to eat something because I know I'm not gonna make it through without something and um I went into our pantry and I literally could not find anything that was gonna be quick and easy for me, me to eat except a bag of Hostess powdered donuts, the little mini donuts. Oh, yum. <laughs> the melt in your mouth donuts. Oh, so good. But I was like, I can't eat these. That's going to negate my whole workout. But then it's like, that's not what I'm working out for. It's mm -hmm. not. And so it was just this like back and forth in my head. Um, and ultimately, I ate the donuts because. Um, you know, I knew my body needed fuel and I did not want to go into this workout hungry. And so, you know, I ended up making the right, right decision in quotations, um, in the end, but it was just, 
wild how how much my brain did like in that pantry uh before going to a workout in the morning just like mm -hmm. do i respect my body and eat something or try to lose weight mm -hmm. <laughs> ah. it's like it's even those like small minutes or those small moments think about the amount of time that we spend doing the mental gymnastics about yes. a seemingly very simple decision like mm -hmm. again for you eat the donut you need the energy right like it should right. it's that it, again should it's simple or you know for me like move for 20 minutes lift the 10 pound weights like walk on the treadmill slower like yep it's there's seemingly these really simple decisions but they are made so complicated by everything that we talked about, right? Like all this, the messaging and just, yeah, the d disordered way of being that is so normal. Um, and that's one of the things I, I think about a lot is just the amount of time, like physical measurements of time that we lose or that we could get back by improving our relationship with food movement, our body. And that's kind of what my therapist, like the first time that we met, she was like, how much time do you spend thinking about this stuff? And um, I was like, huh, I've never thought about it like that, even though I've asked students about that all the time, um, mm -hmm. a lot. And then I, like, in my head, I think, like, what could I do with that amount of time, you know? So her her big kind of, like, piece of homework for me has been to just try to become aware of those ants or automatic negative thoughts. Like, for me right now, a big one is, again, related to exercise, but also um, the way that my like midsection is different postpartum. And mm -hmm. when I sit down, especially on the toilet, <laughs> wow. just talk about snot in toilets today. Like, wow, well, okay. Um, when, I, when I sit down on the toilet, like the way that my midsection, like for lack of a better word, hangs differently mm -hmm. than it used to. And there's like rolls and creases where there weren't before. And it's like, every time I sit on the toilet, even when I'm at work, like, I don't eat, like, I notice it. And my mind goes that the entire time I'm peeing, I'm thinking about my body and my midsection. And I'm like, what a waste of fucking time. Like, just, right. just focus on peeing. But like, instead, right. we're pinching and we're, we're pulling and we're, we're squishing and we're just thinking like, mm -hmm. what can I do to get rid of this? Um, and it reinforces this all or nothing thinking because it's like, at least for me, because it's like, well, those 20 minute workouts aren't going to get rid of this. So what is mm -hmm. the point? <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it's just this like never ending cycle. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's so prominent. And then when we sit, set aside time to actually think about it, I'm literally like, oh my fucking God, the amount of time, the amount of time that is designated towards this shit is bananas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you asked us about that in um, GTB Academy and it's, it's wild. I used to spend so much time thinking about food, like you know, I'm, I'm going to go out to eat tonight. So I need to eat less here and here, and I need to save up here. And, um, I can eat these cookies because I worked out this, you know, like food has changed a lot for me and that is not part of my focus anymore. And it is noticeable how much I don't think about it anymore, wow. which is amazing. Um, 
but I definitely have lots of rules around movement and what counts like you were talking about earlier. And I think that's kind of where my mind, where I spend too much time thinking too. And like, for me still, if it's not the gym, it's not a workout and it's not mm -hmm. worth it. And so I spend so much time, like, am I going to go to the gym tomorrow? Should I set my alarm? If I don't go, I'm not going to work out at all because nothing else counts. And like, yeah, it's, it's it wild up in there. You know what? It is just a shit show. It's a goddamn zoo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, really it, it really is. And when we like can pull ourselves out and have these conversations and realize that like, and I don't want to say we complicate it for ourselves because there's a lot of reasons why we have the mindsets and like the thought processes around food and movement that we mm -hmm. do. And I think being compassionate towards ourselves and not like judging ourselves and shaming ourselves anymore for having the thoughts is really important because mm -hmm. unfortunately we did not think these things up on our own. They have been reinforced right. by, you know, all the things, you know? Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's wild when we can step back and have these conversations and realize that the rules that we have created to try to essentially make our life easier to be small creates so much chaos and mm -hmm. so many barricades for living a truly healthy life. And it's just how wild that is. Like, mm -hmm. wow, we're all really fucked up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Moral of the story. <laughs> but it's not our fault. So. No, it's not our fault. And maybe a little bit of our parents, but like mostly, you know, society and yeah it's it's so interesting um but it always is like really helpful and i think this is just a reminder to listeners too like talking this stuff out really does feel good like even me mm -hmm. saying this to you randy and like hearing you reflect it back and making connections where i hadn't before mm -hmm. it makes me want to go move in my living room for 20 minutes like look at you i know maybe not today because i am feeling dead to the world um and i I would probably fill up like 25 of my snot rags if I you was would, yeah. working out. Um, but yeah, just a reminder to folks, like, I hope that you have a space to process things and to talk things out. And obviously, like Randy and I, we're always here to do that with you. Um, but it just feels really freaking good. It does. It and does. I was very proud of you for like doing a movement that made you feel really good. That. <sighs> I did it, like totally defeat you, which sometimes you just need to walk away and that's fine too. But I think in that instance, it was just really good that you chose the rower and mm -hmm. did something that made you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I did end up like, instead of engaging in, I wanted to do some sort of movement and I basically asked myself like, uh, what's going to feel decent. Mm -hmm. And I always feel like a badass, like really powerful on the rower. Cause like, I'm going to be honest, I got a killer form. I have really good form. Um, I also know, I also know that the primary, you know, driver on the rower is your legs. And I got strong legs. I got strong legs, you know? So I was like, I'm going to hop on the rower. And another cool thing about it is that I was finding myself when I was on the treadmill, like seeing how slow the calories were counting up. And of mm -hmm. course I could have changed, you know, the settings. I think I can on the air runner to not see them, mm -hmm. but on the rower, the, the units were already set to where I couldn't see the calories. And I was like, this is perfect. I'm just going to yeah. row a couple thousand meters. And then Tyler ended up bringing Mallory out and, um, 
that always helps too, because it's like, you know, getting back to this idea of I can struggle with this and that's, it's okay. But like, I refuse to let it bleed over into like her relationship. And so Mm -hmm. it was like, I'm okay. I'm going to show her that I'm okay sitting here at that point. Oh, I wasn't a bra. I wasn't a bra because I got a little heated. So I had to take my sweatshirt off and I was was wearing a bra. I don't think I could row Uh, in a sweatshirt without a bra. That would be the best situation. Yeah. Real bouncy. Um, (laughs) But yeah. And so I took my shirt off and I was like, I'm like, it was just kind of helpful. And she loved it because, like, I don't know if she'd ever, yeah, it's, like, a newer thing for her to see, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, like, conceptualize. And the sound of it, she's really into sounds right now. And I think yeah. just her, I told myself, like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to show her that I am strong. And, like, it's okay if my rolls are, like, flopping over the sides of my joggers. Like, it's okay. So, mm-hmm. yes, I forgot that I did end up making it a more of a positive experience. Not that we always have to, but mm-hmm. I went the route of asking myself, like, what is something that I can do? What is a movement that I can engage in that makes me feel good? Mm-hmm. And it was being a bad bitch on the rower, even though I had the damper down to like three, like still a bad bitch, you know, still a bad bitch. you know, so um, ask okay. yourself that talk about how you're feeling, talk this shit out. And when you find that that feeling, and I think it can pertain to anything, even outside of like food and movement, mm-hmm. you know, like it can be my fan of finance. I'm in so much debt. I'm too far gone. You know, what's one thing that you can do to like right. one small step that you can take to feel a little bit better. Right. You know? Yep. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Well, this has been great. Thanks for again, providing some therapy for me, Randy. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> um, we'll see you all again next week. Um, but definitely let us know how you feel about this episode, if you can relate at all. Um, and also if you try out the, um, snot rag hack, <laughs> I'm going to start that. The hashtag snot rag hack. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Give em the Bird podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, head on over to Apple iTunes or Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Give Them the Bird Podcast to stay up to date with all things GTV. We'll see you back here next week for another episode, but in the meantime, go give them the bird.